Hey, how you doing, people? It's your boy Mario from Woke Up a Rebel, and this is a new episode of Revelations Podcast. Now, this is a very impromptu uh, podcast episode because I was literally writing a blog post today, you know, for a for a new article about uh, Farruko's new music video um, for the song Nazareno. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, Farruko is a reggaeton artist who is going through a lot of changes in his life and career where he went from, he's still actually currently a superstar in the reggaeton world, right? The secular reggaeton world, I guess you can call it. And now he's transitioning into, you know, cre making Christian music or more positive music, as he would like to say, more positive music. Right, so before we get into all of that, I just want to say thank you so much for being here, for listening, for tuning in, for watching this. Um, I've never been in front of the camera recording the podcast, so this is a little weird, is a little bit different, but bear with me. Um, eventually with time, with your comments, with your feedback, uh, this will improve, get a lot better. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, Today is what day? It's uh, Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. I'm over here wearing my Steve Aoki shirt, not to be confused with Jesus Christ, or at least the, the image that we've been sold of what Jesus Christ looks like, right? But this is actually uh, Steve Aoki. I actually got this shirt, I think, uh, at a Veld music festival a few years back, right? So, I don't know. It just felt right, felt appropriate wearing this today. Um... It's been a minute since uh, Revelations episode has Revelations podcast episode has been dropped, so you know thank you so much uh, for those of you who would like to check out other episodes. Uh, just check it out. You know you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Revelations podcast. Just look for us. Follow us so you never miss an ep miss an episode. Right. We're gonna get back into doing this more frequently um, because of the fact that this was very random today that I wanted to do this. Uh, Aisha is not here with me right the second in command of woke up a rebel right so i'm sorry aisha right but hopefully she forgives me right um yeah so for those of you that are going to be watching this uh yeah you're going to see me you're going to see me making a lot of funny faces i feel very strange doing this but at the same time it's whatever you know i'm here to talk about something that i love which is which is reggaeton music and all things music, regardless of the genre. I love it. Music is my life. That's why I'm here. Um, I just like to talk my shit, you know? So, Nazareno. Nazareno is, you know, Nazarene in English. And it's obviously a reference to of Jesus Christ. And the reason why the song is called that is because, obviously, Farruko wants to let you know that the song is about Christ, Jesus Christ. Um... Briefly, I'm going to let you know a little bit about Farruko. Farruko is a artist that's been around for, let's say, 2009, 2010, maybe a little bit before that. I was getting into electronic music during that time, so you know, I kind of fell off with the reggaeton thing because I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't really my thing at that time. Reggaeton was kind of like falling off for me. Even reggaeton artists were doing different styles of music at that time, right, including Daddy Yankee. So. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it went through a weird phase, but now it's back and it's like right up there, you know, next to hip hop, right? As like global dominators, right? In the, on the charts and streaming everything, right? 
So Farruko is one of those artists that is in the realm of the Bad Bunny, the Daddy Yankee, Don Omar. Like he's up there with those guys, right? He's respected like those guys. I wouldn't say that he's legendary just yet, but he's worked with a lot of legends and not just in the Latin world. Uh, in the last couple of years, he's put out songs with Alicia Keys, Travis Scott, Nicki Minaj, um, just to name a few, right? Like there's a lot of artists that he has worked with, Kimani Marley, right? He did an amazing song with him, right? And Farruko just has a, an amazing voice and he's very versatile, right? So shout outs to Farruko, you know, like he's, he's really doing his thing. It's amazing. Um, the reason why I felt compelled to talk about this is because I geek out on YouTube and I check out some Christian YouTube channels. I check out YouTube channels about almost any topic. But the Christian YouTube channels are very interesting because you get to see sort of the condition of the church, I guess, that, you know, is online and stuff, right? And uh, there's a lot of, in my opinion, there's just way, way, way too much religion and not enough relationship with our creator going on these days. Maybe it's always been that way, but you know, the internet is a very interesting place and I don't know. It's it's just so sad, you know, to see the comments, especially when they're younger people or I assume they're younger people and they have this for lack of a better term brainwashed mentality, right, of what it is to serve God and how it is uh we're required to serve God. According to some people, right, that have grown up in the church like myself, um We've been taught that you're supposed to serve God a certain way, right? The way that the people that were teaching us were taught, right? But who taught them and who taught the person before them? Like, we have this book, the Bible, that's a guide, right, of how to carry ourselves, how to live a life that, you know, you can live in harmony with each other. Obviously, to worship God and live a life of worship of God, but it's how we can live in harmony with each other. Right? How can we respect each other? How to love each other? There's uh, topics about everything in the Bible, right? But unfortunately, you know, us humans, we like to mess things up, you know, power, control, and, you know, we mess things up a lot along the way. And, you know, we kind of lose the whole point of it is live a better life, live your own life. I mean, in my opinion, when you open up the Bible, when you pick up the Bible to read it yourself, only you are going to understand it the way that you're understanding it. Right? It's not always meant for somebody else to interpret a particular scripture for you. That scripture, you'll understand it a certain way for your life. Right? And when you apply it and you see the fruits come from it, then that's, that's the whole point. It's not about the religiousness on how to conduct yourself or you're going to go to hell. Like, what's the point of that? Like, what? I, I don't want to live a life like that. I want to live a life where I'm free to make the choices that I want. And if there's a creator and somebody that I have to, uh, that has to judge me at the end, then so be it, right? But who is anyone to tell me how to live my life, how to live your life? And it's unfortunate that people have weaponized the Bible throughout history, right? For their own gain, for their own agendas, right? And in this case, uh, when it comes to the Christian YouTube channels, um, I find it very heartbreaking to see that a lot of the people in the comments are just like there's no exceptions to the way that they've been taught uh, Christianity, right? And I don't think it's very black and white. Like I think there's a lot of in between 
a lot of things in between, you know, a lot of imperfections. Like we're human. We're very imperfect. Right. And scripture makes us see that, that we are imperfect. And, you know, without God, like um, it's almost impossible to live a, a happy, healthy life and fruitful life. Right. But anyways, I'm not here to preach to you. I'm here to talk to you about Farruko's music video, Nazareno. If you haven't checked out the music video, hit this hit pause, go check it out, come back so you can know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. So we're going to get right into it. And the thing is, when I started watching the music video, you know, like there's a warning at the beginning of the music video. Right. And the warning is uh, letting you know that, you know, viewer discretion is advised type of thing. You know, a lot of strong images. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, all right, this is going to be, you know, very interesting, very unique. I already knew that from Farruko, right? Like he, he's a very unique guy and starts off like a regular secular music video. He's in the club, he's partying, he's doing all of this, you know, bottles, like girls everywhere. But in this particular video, there's, you know, girls, you know, booty shaking, regular music video and girls making out. Seems like a regular night at the club, you know, especially if you went to government nightclub when it was up here in Toronto. If you have ever gone to government nightclub in Toronto, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyways, uh, so in the video, he's in the club, surrounded by people, he's in the booth. And, um, you know, you see one of his homies, like he, you know, flashes a gun. Farruko kind of tells him, like, yo, put that away, man. You know, like, he's just feeling a little bit different, Farruko, like at this time you know this night at the club and you know all of this is happening and the song itself it's so sick like it's such a crazy beat um i'm not 100 sure who made the beat but he does shout out the producers in the song i'm not sure if it's the same person that made the beat for pepas and if you don't know what pepas is pepas is actually farruko's first global number one hit and unfortunately the song is about popping pills you know and no disrespect, not trying to diss or criticize anybody who's into that, who's into that scene of, you know, popping Molly or whatever it is, because uh, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I mean, that used to be my life. I used to be into that stuff, you know, when I was heavy into going to the raves and partying, right? But everyone can tell you, you know, like, well, you know, when when you're in that lifestyle for so long, eventually it just, like, it gets boring. Like, you don't want to do it anymore. You know, you start doing it because there's a void inside of you that you're trying to fill now and it just takes you down this path like you know every weekend you, you wake up messed up on sunday mornings dehydrated like you're you don't know where you are you're disoriented and i guess farruko got sick and tired of that as well right he actually feels pretty bad at the fact that his first global hit is a song about doing drugs you know what i mean and everybody's singing the song in the clubs you know and at home with their kids like uh, like just to put it into perspective Asian co-worker of mine was humming the song and I'm like how do you know this song he's like oh when I was uh, you know on vacation like it was playing everywhere like that's how big that song was and Farruko felt like some like a lot of guilt for the fact that that's what he was promoting like he was he has a lot of other songs you know where he's saying a lot of crazy stuff but this was the one song that made him feel like what am I doing like what is the message that I'm sending out to people and if you know reggaeton music, you know that reggaeton music is historically, you know, nasty, it's vulgar, they're always cussing, you know, all kinds of topics, right, that are, you know, frowned upon by the, you know, Christian community, and not just necessarily religious people, it's, 
you know, just people with, with I guess, decent that are decent, right? Like, reggaeton is not for all occasions, right, to be listened to, right? It's it's specifically for a certain type of vibe, right? Uh, you know, to just get sensual, to get nasty, you know, to have a good time that way, right? So it's not something that you're going to necessarily play everywhere around kids and stuff like that uh, all the time, right? But uh, in this case, like, with Nazareno, Farruko's plan and his goal was the success that he's had with Pepas, he wanted to have something similar to that uh, with Nazareno, if not more. He actually said that in an interview, I think it was with Molusco on Molusco TV. He's actually, Molusco is actually one of like the top, if not the top um, interviewer of, you know, the reggaeton superstars of the moment and Latin trap artists. And it was an interview that he was having with Molusco where he was saying that his goal is to have the first number one, you know, chart-topping hit that's a Christian song, right? Uh, he did it in the style of Guaracha, I believe it's called, Guaracha. And I love the beat. I love the, that type of music, like, as I've been learning more and more about the subgenre. Um, it's pretty cool. And it has certain elements that remind you of Pepa's, obviously the beat. Um, during the pre-chorus, he kind of does, like, this thing where it sounds like it's like a choir sort of and it, and it has that same vibe from Peppa's right when the beat drops the music video you see is you know booty shaking girls making out like I said and I mean imagine telling somebody or telling your parents hey this is a Christian music video they're gonna look at you like you need Jesus buddy you know they're gonna tell you to go to church you know because they're gonna be like that's not from God you know you don't need to do these things to you know attract people I guess you know to come and listen to your message but a lot of people don't understand what we're exposed to these days. Like, you get you, you get nudity, nudity, nudity. You get nudity in uh, music videos now on YouTube. You know what I mean? It's always been happening, obviously. But now, like, you get uncensored versions of things, you know, on in music videos. Like, anything goes, right? We're exposed to so much more. And because of that, um, even adults, right? Like, we're, we've become a little bit desensitized to content that we are consuming, Right? We're going to look at it as normal, as everyday things, but uh, we don't realize that these things sometimes are, are not sending a positive message or positive vibrations. You know what I mean? And we're here and we're, we're absorbing all of this, right? And it's not, it's not cool all the time, right? So back to the video. So in the video, all of this is happening. Partying is happening. The lyrics to the song, however, amazing. Amazing lyrics, amazing message. Um, you can't deny that Farruko's pen is, it's not easy to, you know, I don't think anybody can imitate Farruko. He's just so unique, you know, with what he does. Um, so in the song, there's a scene, I'm just trying to remember, you know, recapping from what I've watched. I watched it a few times over the weekend because I was fascinated by it. Uh, the fact that he made, that his message is very clear to those who understand and if you are offended by this video, then guess what? It's it's not for you. You can change it. You don't. You can click back or click forward or click something else in the suggestions on YouTube. You don't have to watch the music video, right? Um, in the video, like time seems to stop for one moment, and you see a person come behind Farruko, and it's obviously supposed to represent Jesus Christ. The song is about him. It's called Nazareno, Nazarene. Right, so Jesus comes behind him and he starts telling him something in his ear. 
And then all of a sudden he moves away and time starts moving again. And Farruko kind of like snaps out of um, what he was feeling. And when he snaps out of it and he comes to a realization that I guess he had like um, divine intervention from God or that, uh, I don't know, he just had a moment, right, of clarity. And he starts looking around and he notices that everybody is a vampire or a demon, I guess you can say, right? But everybody's vampires, everybody's like, they're drinking blood and all this kind of stuff. And that scene reminded me of the Blade movie. Do you remember the Blade movie at the beginning where they're like in this like underground, like in a basement scene? It's like a, I don't know, look really creepy, right? And everybody was just jamming to some techno music and the song is actually really sick. Um, who was it? My, uh, the Chemical Brothers or the Crystal Method? I don't remember. If you remember what song I'm talking about from the Blade movie, the, the entrance uh, scene, please let me know in the comments below. Uh, if you're checking this out on YouTube, right? Uh, I can't remember the song right now, but hopefully you can remind me and, you know, uh, let people know in the comments what song that was. But it was a wicked song. You know, you see Wesley Snipes come in as Blade and starts chopping up vampires and it was really sick. And, um, you know, it starts pouring blood everywhere, like, for the vampires. And, I don't know, it was just a crazy scene. And this music video kind of reminded me of that. And, uh, or, I guess, Bajo Mundo. He says Bajo Mundo in the song, so I guess Underworld, right? Maybe he's referencing the movie Underworld, right? Uh, with Kate Beckinsale. Oh, my God, that was a great movie. Anyways, off topic. Um, so, he sees all of these people. They've turned into vampires. And he realizes, you know what, I need to get out of here. Turns around, starts saying peace out to all his homies, whatever. And, you know, he's walking away and, you know, he's just kind of showing you, from my interpretation, what he's showing you in the video is, this is my life. Like, this was my life. I had an amazing life. Like, I had the girls, I had money, I had protection, you know, as in, like, you know, people that, that would ride for him, right? Um, with the guy, you know, showing the gun. And, yeah, I mean... It's not for everybody. And if you don't come from a life where, you know, you're into the reggaeton scene and stuff like that, then you, you probably just really won't get it. And if you don't get it, just say you don't get it. But don't go criticizing the guy saying that, oh, he's not a true Christian. Oh, that's not what the Bible says to do. Or you don't need to do these gimmicks. The word of God is enough. You're right. The word of God is enough. But how do you get people through the door to want to listen to what you have to say about God? Or how do you get people? how do you get people to... Um, want to actually uh, you know what I mean like to actually want to get close to or curious about godly things right especially right now in this day and age of the internet right kids that are growing up with the internet that's all they know they just know the internet right and what they see on the internet they think that is real right it, just like us when we were growing up on TV you know we see all of the the bling and stuff in the videos like we thought that was real but that's not real a lot of the times these people are renting that stuff. They're renting all of this jewelry. They're in debt for this jewelry, right? That they're rocking in the videos. The cars are not even theirs. The cars are all rentals. Like, it's all an illusion. The girls, they're models that they pay to be there, right? For the most part, like, you know, this is not real, people. This is not real. But that's, the, that's, what, that's what people like, unfortunately. Like, our human nature. Like, we like to feed our, our, our senses, you know, and that's not always the greatest thing. It doesn't always lead you down the, the greatest path when you indulge in all things that, that you desire. Trust me, I know. I've gone down that path as well. Um, and I could relate to Farruko, that emptiness that he feels, that he felt, 
right, before meeting Christ, right? And, I, and I'm not here once again to preach, but this is my experience, and that's why I can relate to Farruko. And this is why I understand and, and I respect the fact that he, you know, released this music video, right, the way that he did. Another reason why I think he did this video is he has also mentioned, you know, he's signed. I don't, I'm not quite sure what label he's signed to. It might be Sony, right? But he's, you know, signed to a major record label. He still has a contract to fulfill. Now, what are the specifics of that contract and what does he have to fulfill? I have no idea. But from my understanding is they give you a lump sum of money, right? They give you an advance, make your album, create your content, do what you got to do with this money. But then when you drop an album, you know, the label has to recoup first, right? So the way that I'm looking at it is, if Faruko doesn't sell well, Faruko's gonna end up owing that label, right? And who wants to pay out of their own pocket? You know what I mean? When they gave you this money that you're supposed to invest it in yourself, you're supposed to invest it in your craft, right? So he obviously still has a contract to fulfill with his label, has to release a, a few albums, I think. And then he's gone. Like He can walk away from that contract, walk away and do whatever it is that he wants. So I think in this case, shock value is probably the route that he was going for. And he succeeded because it has people, the video has a lot of people talking about it. It has a lot of uh, big blogs, major blogs, major uh, outlets talking about the music video. And uh, even the Christian channels, right? But the Christian channels, I respect one in particular that... Uh, you know, I thought they were going to condemn Farruko, but instead he's like, you know, brothers and sisters, like, let's remember he's in a, he's transitioning, you know, to, from being a secular artist to a devoted Christian person, right? And Farruko said that he wasn't going to make Christian music for Christian people, right? He's going to make positive music, music that is digestible by everybody, but it doesn't have to have a bad message in it. And Unfortunately, I don't really hear any reggaeton music, like secular reggaeton music, that really has a positive message. Like everything is like literally the same thing over and over and over again, right? Beaqueras, sandungueros, like literally the same thing over and over and over again, right? So, hey, if he thinks that he can do it and make some positive uh, reggaeton songs where you can still party to and stuff like that, hey, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Uh, why not, right? Like, we need a little bit of variety. Why does everybody have to be doing the exact same thing all the time, right? So, I respect it. I respect what he's doing. Um, I think another one of the main reasons why I can digest this video and not look at it from a criticizing point of view is because how many of you, show of hands, are fans of the band Korn? Right, Korn was, I think they started out in 1992, I believe is when they broke out. And uh, they had the song Adidas. And if all of you are kids that, you know, grew up in the 90, 90s, you know, early 2000s, then you know that Adidas is not just a clothing brand. Adidas was an acronym for something. Adidas is an acronym for All Day I Dream About Sex. And that was Korn's first major hit, right? And, uh, you know, they blew up after that and like Korn is still up to this day one of my favorite bands, right? Because they were able to blend positive messages in their music with just crazy reckless partying songs. And like they make music for a lot, for everybody within that uh, genre of rock. I think it's metal. 
I believe. I'm not sure. New Metal, I think that's what it's called. Like, Corn were coming up at the same time as Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson, the, the Limp Biscuit, right? P.O.D. But shout out to P.O.D. because, you know, I don't really relate them to that because P.O.D. were, you know, positive music and, and New Metal, right? Anyways, um, Brian, right? Brian Welsh, a.k.a. Brian Head Welsh, the lead guitarist of Corn. Um, in the mid 2010s, this man gave his life to Christ, right? My friend Andrew, uh, shout out to you, Andrew. He actually put me on to the fact that Brian, you know, converted, and there was like this whole thing on CNN about him, you know, talking about his conversion, talking about why it is that he walked away from, you know, the secular life. Like he was similar story, like almost dead on to what Farruko was trying to walk away from. Right. The only difference is I don't think Farruko was addicted or is addicted to drugs. Right. But uh, Brian was, you know, he was living literally the rock star life. And I was so blown away at the fact that, you know, somebody from Corn or at that level of rock music uh, walked away from that, you know. And what makes his uh, the reason why he's relevant to what I'm talking about is because he released a music video, right? when he was a new born-again Christian. And the song was called Flush. And if you watch the music video, yo, that is crazy. Like, the stuff that he showed in the video, like, I mean, very questionable. It was very intense. But the message is amazing. And people forget that the message is the most important thing when it comes to anything that you consume, whether it's art, whether it's anything visual, audio, like... um, it's the message that's the most important thing. And if the message is weak or if the message is corrupt, then guess what that's going to do to you little by little, right? You're, you're going to absorb it. You know, it's going to be in your mind um, all the time. And yeah, so anyways, um, the video for Flush, it was interesting as well. You know, girls on top of each other, like I, I, that's a common theme, it seems, right? That is happening. But I guess that's a good way to like, or uh, sorry, maybe not a good way, but it's a method to uh, get people's attention, right? Uh, when it comes to this stuff, and the the song itself, "Flush," is talking about you know um, doing drugs day and night, and you know wake up puking, headaches, sleeping all day, life is boring, same old story. I'm kind of sort of quoting some of the lyrics, but the message was amazing, and it's undeniable. And I can only imagine how many people. Uh, changed their lives or started, you know, that that video, that song sowed a positive seed in their lives, you know, that, hey, if Brian can get out of this and make positive music, so can I, right? So that's why I'm able to accept the Farruko video a little bit more than the regular person could, right? That's not um, exposed, I guess, to, to things like Brian's video for Flush, Right, so it's it kind of went hand in hand for me. I actually showed the comparison to a friend of mine over the weekend, and he's like, "Yeah, I get it." You know, um, today actually, I showed the Nazareno music video to somebody, and she goes to church. You know what I mean? Like she's a devoted Christian, and I warned her, like, you know, I can imagine you're probably not going to look at this in a in a positive way, but this man is Christian now, and this is a Christian music video, and I was surprised at the end of the music video. Music video, she was like. I get it. I, like, I get it. You know, she didn't say it was good or bad, but she's like, I get it. I get the message. Right? And sometimes, like, you have to go into these places sometimes where 
certain people that are not accessible are. And what I mean by that is sometimes, and no disrespect to people that are evangelizing on street corners and stuff, but I don't usually see people approaching somebody that's evangelizing on a street corner saying, Jesus loves you. Jesus is coming back. Take a track, read it. You know, like, I don't really see a lot of engagement happen after that, right? It doesn't really leave like a long lasting effect on the person that they're trying to reach out to, right? It seems more like I'm doing this because this is what I'm called to do. To, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to talk to people about Christ. So, you know, they're out there on the street corners, you know, talking about Christ. That's cool if that's your thing. But what about the people that are in the club? What about the people that don't go to church, right? What are the people that the club is the church, right? How do you get to those people? How do you make anything relatable to them? You think coming up to them in a suit with a Bible is going to be relatable to them? Absolutely not, right? But when you look at somebody like Farruko, covered in tattoos, like from literally neck probably to toe, right? He's a millionaire, you know, reggaeton superstar, you know, girls everywhere. He's relatable to a lot of regular people, right? And for somebody to see a video like that, you're like, okay, I'm clicking on Farruko's channel. Let's see, I'm looking for Pepas, but then you see this new video. And then you're like, whoa, this is the same quality of song as Pepas, but the only difference is he's not talking about glorifying drugs. He's not glorifying anything that would be self-destructive. Right? He's actually telling you, hey, I walked away from this because it is self-destructive and I'm done with this. Right? Um, so yeah, I really respect him for doing that. I really respect him for taking this leap of faith, right? Because if you don't know what he's been going through, and this year, you know, he's had a lot of shows. He's a touring artist, and it's just so crazy that um sorry, one sec. Yeah, so sorry about that. Um, technical issues, or I thought I was having a technical issue, but no, we're good. Everything's Gucci, right? So the thing about Farruko is that um, he's a touring artist, and he like performs in really big stages, like thousands and thousands of people. Like he's a he's a superstar. But there was a lot of like um, footage on social media, right, of people at his shows that instead of singing the song Peppas, what he would do, he'd start preaching. Was it the right setting for it? Who cares? It's his setting. People paid to come see him, right? But then, you know, because of a lot of the backlash that he was getting, he started warning people, hey, if you're coming to my show, um, thinking that I'm going to sing Peppas, if that's why you're coming, then I'm warning you, I'm not going to sing that song anymore. Um, and if you don't want to hear me preaching, then by all means, I will respectfully... Uh, refund you your money for your tickets, right? And it was heartbreaking to hear that a lot of people were actually, you know, getting refunds because they really didn't want to hear that. And I get it. Not everybody is religious. Not everybody wants to go to a show and listen to somebody preach, especially when you're doing drugs, right? Uh, you don't want to be hearing that. It's going to give you probably a bad trip. You know what I mean? Like going into this guilt trip and, you know, like some people just don't want that. And that's understandable as well. But you don't have to be there, just like you don't have to look at or watch the music video, right, that we're talking about today, right? So Farruko made his choice, and he started telling people, this is who I am now. This is what I'm about. I'm not going to be singing the song anymore. And he stuck to his guns. He's really not singing the song anymore. 
And I think that the song Nazareno has the entire package of being a global hit. But why why would there be a lot of hesitation to it? Well, because, you know, he has a positive message. He's talking about God. He's talking about uh, nothing about getting messed up or getting, you know, getting fried or anything like or being in a different state of mind, you know, like and uh, he's. I don't know. He's, I, I truly believe that this man is genuine, right, with his change and what he's trying to do now. And because he's such an amazing artist, I can only see him getting better and better and better. And the quality of music gets better and better. And then he starts collaborating with other artists, you know. I would love to hear uh, Farruko and Mani Montes, uh, a Farruko and Mani Montes collaboration. Right? I'm not too big with Redimido's music or style. I'm not too big with any of the other people, Funky. But, hey, if he makes songs with them, then, I mean, that's the obvious route to go. These are the biggest uh, artists right now in Christian reggaeton music. Um, it would be cool to hear him do a song with Almighty. Right? Almighty was actually an artist that was on his label, if I'm not mistaken. He was on Carbon Fiber Music. Um, th there's something strange as well, right? Like, it's like... Farruko was meant to go down this path because his label, right, Carbon Fiber Music, his manager, right, uh, what's his name, Frank, Frank Miami, I believe his name is, Frank Miami, he's an Hondureño cat, shout out to you, but he was like one of the first people to take that leap and, you know, choose his faith over anything else, and he spent some time where he didn't even tell Farruko about what he had done because he was afraid that there would be some backlash from it or whatever, that he would get shunned right for for that but uh, Frank Miami converted Larry over right who's a half Salvadorian half Puerto Rican artist shout out to you and all my Salvi people um, Larry over is another artist that walked away from fame and decided to choose his faith uh, from carbon fiber music and there's also uh, yeah like I said almighty Frank Miami uh, Larry over Recently, unfortunately, another one of his artists on Carbon Fiber Music, uh, Ankal, I believe his name is Ankal, uh, he got shot up, you know, I think it was in Puerto Rico, he got shot up and he said that like he also had a somewhat of an experience, right? And Farruko told him like, hey, listen, you know, I think Farruko gave him the option to get out of his contract if he, if he wanted to, you know, uh, considering the direction that he's taking Carbon Fiber Music now. Right, so uh, we're you know speedy recovery to Ankal. Hopefully he gets better, and hopefully he's already better because that shooting happened like I think maybe a month ago or so. But I would love to continue. Sorry, I'm going to love continuing to see what's next with Farruko. Right, I can't even imagine the scrutiny that he's dealing with, all the backlash, the shunning from the industry that he's getting right now because of the choice that he made. Right. It's, it's just something that happens. It happened to me, right, when I first uh, accepted Christ into my heart. And, you know, I became a serial, serious Bible thumper, you know, during that time. And a lot of people just kind of felt a little bit weird around me, like they couldn't sin around me, you know. But I was just me, regular schmegler me. I still want to be around you. You're my people. But it's just I'm not partaking in the same things that you are doing, right? And, you know, I'm not judging. It's just I'm not doing it. You know, you guys do it. Hey, if you need somebody to make sure that you're not ODing or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, at least you have somebody around that's sober, 
at least, por lo menos, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, like, I, I can't even imagine what it's like to be Farruko right now, right? But it seems like he's happy. And that's the ultimate goal, right? To be happy in life. He's a man that has it all already. But he was missing something, he said. And he said that he was missing that... He was just missing that connection with his creator. And I mean, a lot of us, we, we feel that, you know, whether it's called God, Yahweh, um, Allah, whoever it is that you want to call him, or even in different religions, right? Like, everybody believes that there's something more out there some something that or someone that created us right and we're just trying to connect with that right Farruko's just trying to connect with that we have this innate desire to 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 seek more right like to feel like we're wanted like we're special like we were created by a divine divine being and to be honest i'd rather believe that i'd rather go with that theory you know that I was created by, you know, by someone who had a purpose for me versus thinking that I just came from a monkey based on evolution, right? But that's just me. Uh, I, I choose one or the other. If I were to choose one or the other, I'll choose them. I was created, hand-created, handmade specifically for a reason, the way that I am, you know? Um, yeah, I think I've pretty much covered it all. Check out the music video. Let me know in the comments, right? If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments of what you thought of the music video. I wish I can show you the music video. Uh, I'm not sure if I can, but I'm not gonna take that chance this time just for uh, copyright issues and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, thank you for being here with me, listening to me talk about this. A uh, topic that matters a lot to me, and I'm pretty sure it matters to, to a lot of you who are Farruko fans. And I mean, Farruko is not the first artist, you know, that gave his life to Christ. I mean, we have Hector El Father, now Hector Delgado. We have Julio Voltio, who's now Julio Ramos. Uh, even from back in the day, Jomar, Januri, uh, uh, Ray Pirin. DJ Blast for a little while, you know, G DJ Blast actually was a Christian artist for a little bit, but, you know, things happen. I wish there was more to that story that I can research, but I've tried looking everywhere to find the article that I read ages ago about why DJ Blast walked away from the Christian world. And, you know, he was embraced, you know what I mean? Like, I loved his music uh, during that time, and you know, it's just a shame, and hopefully, you know, like, even though DJ Blast said recently in an interview that he'll never make christian music again or go into that world again never say never my brother we'll see you one day and uh yeah i actually had the pleasure of meeting dj blast in person i think the one and only time he's been to toronto you know so that was an amazing experience and i really wish that there was there was more time to be able to talk to him but the guy had to go perform right so that was really cool and and you know it'd be really nice to to hear a dj blast and farruko collaboration you know there's people, you know, unfortunately, Hector El Father, Hector now Delgado. I mean, I expected more, you know, from his conversion. I thought he was going to like revolution. I thought he was going to be the person to revolutionize uh, reggaeton music. But instead, now he condemns it. And he says that Christian reggaeton shouldn't exist because it's music that makes, your, makes you want to move your body. And, you know, that's not angelic music. Okay, Hector. Stick to what you want to stick to. But don't be telling people what is right and what is wrong. 
based on your experience, based on your guilt, based on, you know, whatever it is that you're feeling, you know, no disrespect to you, you know, but it's just when you are somebody of that status, of that caliber of artist that he once was to be talking down on the people that are using this art, this style of music to send a positive message, even to the point in, you know, religious terms to win souls for Christ. I mean, who are you to say anything, bro? Like, you're not the spokesperson for Christian music, right? According to Hector, ballads and, you know, church coritos, you know, church songs are the only things that uh, we should be um, consuming as Christians. I'm sorry, bro, but, I mean, maybe in your time that would have worked, but not now, man. Like, where's Hector now? Like, you know, what is he doing for the youth, right? Like, who's, like, as far as I'm concerned, Hector's out there in Puerto Rico, literally just preaching to people in puerto rico you know nothing wrong with that but it's like bro like you had global status god put you in that position for a reason and instead of using that now as a tool you kind of just stick to your own comfort zone you know a little comfort zone in in his home country you know but that's just my opinion that's probably a conversation for another time uh not trying to bash hector but Hector's comments, you know, about reggaeton music really rubbed me the wrong way. And it's a slap in the face of all the other Christian reggaeton artists that are currently in the genre. You know what I mean? To hear somebody that was probably somebody they listened to and looked up to once in, uh, once upon a time. To hear him say those comments, like, come on, bro. So, yeah. Nazareno by Farruko. I don't see a problem with it. I think it's an amazing message. Uh, it's not for kids, so please don't let your kids watch the music video with you, Okay. Um, yeah, I really got a burp, so I'm gonna end this here. <laughs> I'm gonna end this here right now, and um, yeah, uh, please follow us at Woke Up a Re Woke Up a Rebel on Twitter, on Instagram. If you want to submit your music for the playlist, by all means, just send us a DM on Instagram. If you don't have Instagram to send us a DM and you want to send your music, you're doing the music thing the wrong way, my friend. But uh, yeah, just hit us up and with your tracks your spotify links and we'll listen to it if we vibe with it genuinely we'll add it if it's not something we'll listen to in our own time add it to our own personal playlists no hard feelings this is uh music taste is subjective right so yeah shout out to every single one of you who tuned in thank you so much i really appreciate every single one of you so yeah take it easy peace out woke up a rebel Revelations Podcast, episode number... No se. Peace.